everyone. If I were to ask you to name the children of King Dashrath, I'm sure the followers of Katha Vivar would definitely name Ram, Lakshman, Bharat and Shatrugan in one breath. But do you know that King Dashrath had one daughter? And not only that, her husband played a very important role in the birth of her younger brothers. I'm sure you would be excited to know more. Then let's get started. Maharaja Dashrath, descendant of Ishwaku clan, ruled over Ayodhya, which was constructed on the banks of Sarayu River. Under Dashrath's rule, Ayodhya prospered and the kingdom experienced peace and stability. His subjects admired and loved him. Despite of all the prosperities, Maharaja Dashrath remained unhappy since he did not have a son to continue his dynasty. Maharaja Dashrath called out to the family priest to discuss a remedy and finally chose to carry out an Ashwamedha Yagna. Ashwamedha Yagna is a horse sacrifice done to please the gods. According to the Shastras, the horse is sent by the ruler to roam across the country for a year and when it returns, it is sacrificed at the holy altar or Yagnashala. It is said that gods are pleased by such Yagna and shower the person performing the Yagna with blessings and good fortune. The Brahmanas accepted the king's suggestion and started preparations for the Yagna. In the meanwhile, Dashrath's minister, Samantra, approached him and said, I once heard a prophecy in a gathering of Rishis that you will become the father of four glorious boys and a sage named Rishishringa will help you beget them. Dashrath was happy to know this as he knew Rishishringa and prepared to visit him. Friends, before moving on, you must also listen to the story of Rishishringa. Maharaja Romapada ruled Anga. One day, a Brahmin had come to Romapada seeking arms, but he completely ignored the Brahmin as he was talking to his daughter. The poor Brahmin returned back empty-handed. Devraj Indra saw this and decided to teach Romapada a lesson. Anga thereafter received very less rainfall and faced drought. When the situation in his kingdom reached intolerable levels, he called on the Brahmanas and asked them for a way to get relief from the drought. The Brahmana said, Dear King, there is a sage by the name Rishyashringa who lives in the forest and is the son of sage Vibhandaka. The drought will stop instantly if you bring him to a kingdom and marry him to your daughter. As soon as Romapada heard this, he asked the Brahmanas to summon Rishyashringa. The Brahmanas refused saying, Rishyashringa has been raised in isolation since Vibhandaka did not want his son to be get involved in any worldly affairs. He has never interacted with anyone other than his father, and if we try to lure him, then Vibhandaka will curse us. However, there is another way. Rishashinga has never seen a woman before, so let the beautiful courtesans from your kingdom go and entice him. He won't be able to resist their charm. We are very sure that this will help us achieve the purpose. Romapada agreed to this plan and the most attractive and youthful courtesans were sent for this mission. The king promised them a handsome reward upon completion of the task. The courtesans immediately left and camped close to Vibhandaka's ashram and awaited a suitable moment to meet with Rishashinka. One day, they found Rishashinka wandering near their camp. When Rishashinka saw the girls, he was fascinated by their elegance and beauty. He invited them to his ashram to accept his hospitality. Although fearful of Vibhandaka, they still went to the ashram with him. When it was time for them to depart, the girls hugged Rishishinga and gave him some delectable sweets. 
Rishishinga had never eaten such a delicacy nor he ever had company of such women. After the girls left, Rishishinga became restless and longed to meet them again. He visited the girls the next day where the girls said, Rishishinga, this is not our real home. We come from a very beautiful place where there are a lot of fruits, roots, sweets and we are sure you will enjoy the opulence of the palace. Why don't you come with us on a lovely float and let us take you to a different world. Rishishinga was captivated by the words of the girls and willingly accompanied them. When Rishishinga was being carried down the river, Indra showered rain, bringing relief to all living beings of Anga. When Rishishinga arrived at the palace, Romapada came out to greet him and escorted him inside and treated him with great care and affection. He then introduced Rishishinga to his daughter Shanta. Romapada then requested Rishishinga to forgive him for bringing Rishishinga to the palace in such a manner and to assure him that neither he or his father would retaliate. Rishishinga assured him that he need not worry about it and proceeded to get married to Shanta. The marriage was celebrated with great festivity and they continued living at Romapada's palace. Coming back to a story of Maharaja Dashrath. Maharaja Dashrath immediately departed to see his friend Romapada. He expressed his agony to Romapada who agreed to send Shanta and Rishishinga to carry out the Ashwamedha Yagna. The Yagna was performed successfully and after the sacrifice, Rishishinga went to Dashrath and said that he would undoubtedly have four glorious sons but that he should also carry out the Putrasheshti Yagna in order to achieve it. Dashrath accepted it and began preparing for it. In the meanwhile, all the devas, wary of Ravana's terror, walked up to Brahma and pleaded with him to find a means to eliminate Ravana. As Brahma was considering a solution, Lord Vishnu appeared on Garuda and the devas then begged him to save them. They asked Lord Vishnu to divide himself into four and be born as the sons of Dashrath. Lord Vishnu assured them that he indeed will ensure the destruction of the king of Rakshasars. Meanwhile, from the sacrificial fire appeared an auspicious being. He was carrying a large golden pot containing a sweet made of rice and milk. The being told Dashrath, I am the messenger of Lord Vishnu and this pot is a reward for your two yaknas. Give this sweet to your three wives and you will beget four sons who will take your dynasty ahead. Dashrath gratefully accepted the pot and quickly went to meet his wives. He gave half of the sweet rice to his eldest wife Kaushalya, one fourth to his queen Kaikeyi and one eighth to his youngest wife Sumitra. After some deliberation, he gave the remaining one eighth sweet to Sumitra. King Dashrath and his queens were overjoyed as they were very confident that they would soon become parents. So that was the story behind Lord Ramas and his brothers. I hope you enjoyed the story. I will be back again with another great tale. Thank you. Bye.